Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 167, Building Something New. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. So this podcast episode was a recording of a Facebook Live I did this past Friday after I built some shelves. And (laughs) you really need to go look at my social media to see what I'm talking about. But I do talk about it in this podcast episode. So I hope you enjoy that. And the same process that we learned to do something new like building shelves, I realized was the same process to stop over drinking. It was the exact same thing that I did to stop over drinking. So I'm sharing with you in this podcast those steps on what to do. So there's seven steps that will help you get a really strong start on becoming somebody who doesn't overdrink. So I hope you enjoy this episode and make sure you listen to the whole thing. We're having a couple master classes coming up, one this week on Wednesday and one the following week on Tuesday called How to Not Overdrink During Hard Times. So make sure you sign up for those. All the links are in the show notes. Talk to y'all soon. Enjoy the episode. So yesterday I built a shelf and I think my clients and people who have gone through my program or listened to my podcast and like changed their relationship with alcohol know how meaningful some of these small things that you notice shifting in your life can be. Um, Many examples are like, you know, when you have been resenting your partner, spouse, person um, for not cleaning up the dishes after dinner. And you realize that you could think about that differently and how much freedom that gives you and how much better you feel. And then you end up drinking less. And when that happens for people, that's just one example. It's like, oh my God, the impact of that one little thing of like changing one sentence in your brain about them not taking out the garbage or cleaning up after dinner is profound. And so really people only get the meaning, the impact, the weight of this stuff when they've been applying some of the work that I teach. And so I know y'all get me, (laughs) especially if you're my clients or people who do life coaching and things. Um, So I've been redoing my office. I'm, I'm using a standing desk right now, which is super fun. And I ordered this shelf that was, I've been looking for this perfect bookshelf and I found it and it came and I wasn't really sure how I was going to, Uh, put it together because I'm somebody who doesn't build furniture. Okay. So I have this belief system about myself that doesn't build furniture. I don't put things together. I have tried in the past and it's been epic fails and I get really upset and angry and I just like, like I get ragey and I just quit. Okay. So, and then I'll have to enlist somebody else to help it help me or something like that or I'll hire somebody or I won't even buy the furniture if it needs to be assembled or I'll spend a lot of money. This is like for years, ever since I was a teenager. So I'd spend a lot of money on buying from something, buying from a store that would um, have a service that would come put it together for me or I could just buy it assembled in the store so that I wouldn't have to do this on the other end. Um, 
and in the mix of these years, I've had my husband put things together. I have a really good friend, Josh, who has put many things together. He was here this past weekend with me. He actually did 95% of putting my new desk together. I held things for him and like played stop and start on the video, the how-to video. Um, but it's been a thing, right? Like it's been this belief system that I've had about myself. And I, I noticed when I was writing about this today, um, that it started when I was a teenager. I had a bike that I wanted to attach a child seat on the back. So I was babysitting this little kid and I wanted to ride him along on my bike. And so I got this bike seat. I think maybe his parents gave it to us or something, this bike seat. And I attached it to the back of my bike and I was like reading the instructions on how to install this thing. And remember feeling so upset about it and like telling myself I suck at this and I can't do this and like I couldn't get it right and I just abandoned the project I think I probably asked for help and you know got blown off I don't remember but the thing didn't get didn't get attached uh appropriately so since I was like probably 15 years old I'm 43 now okay so for 30 years <laughs> I've been believing that I'm somebody that doesn't build something and so when this shelf came you know, I noticed that I was like, I don't do this. I don't want to do this. I, what I did was I scanned all of my local friends and I'm like in my head, I'm like, who could come over? Who might want to help me with this? Right. And I couldn't come up with anybody who would want to come over in the middle of the day or late afternoon and help me build the shelf. And then I'm like, well, I could wait to this weekend and my husband could do it. And then I was like, no, I don't want to ask him to do that. He's got other things that he wants to do. I don't want to take time away from his stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I want to do this now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait to hire somebody, right? I want to do this now. So um, I decided that I'm going to give it a try. And I noticed all of these beliefs that I had about it. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to believe that anymore. I don't want to believe that I can't build things. And so what happened was I was just like, I in my mind, I was like, I'm just willing to try this. That's what I, I thought to myself. I'm willing to try this. And if it doesn't go right, I can leave all of the parts on the floor and ask for help. But it was that thought that I had, that willingness to just give it a try without like an attachment to the end result of this shelf being built was what got me through the door. Okay. So I was like, I'm willing to try this. And so <laughs> what I did was I um, got everything laid out and I was unpacking this big box and there was like I tried counting all the pieces, probably 25 wood pieces plus 100 screws and wood pegs and all this other stuff, right? And I laid it all out and I'm like feeling that anx anxiousness, right? I'm like, okay. And like just really just telling myself like, we're going to give this a try. We're going to give this a try. You just want to be patient. Like I know that about myself is like the, the like agitation and the frustration and like that I can't get something usually ruins it. So I'm like, okay, I just want to be patient. So in my procrastination to like get in there and start going, I took a picture of what I was doing and I posted on Instagram and I'm like, send in all of the patient gods, send them all in. Like I need all of the patient energy. <laughs> this is a little insight to what goes on in a life coach's mind. Send all of the patient energy my way so that I can build this shelf. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to believe I don't build things anymore. So I sat down and I got two pieces put together. I'm like, oh, oh my God. And I like, I took another picture and I posted that one on Instagram and I'm like, I'm doing it. It's happening. And like, I celebrated that, right? Like, even though it's just two little pieces, I'm like, it's working. 
Okay, so then I continue on and I get a, a few more pieces together. And then I make a mistake. I um, attached one piece of wood to like the wrong side. So, like there are pieces that are like so many different things. If you see pictures of it, you'll understand. And so I noticed that I had made a mistake. And I'm like, okay, this is fixable. I can figure this out. In my old way of thinking, if I had approached it like, this is terrible, I don't know how to do this, that would have interrupted me, things would have been left in a mess. But I'm like, you know what, I can figure this out. And so I looked at the paper and the diagram again, and I you know, lined everything up, and I like undid the screws, switched it around, screwed it back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I did that. I just, I just fixed this problem. I, I, I fixed the problem. I see the pattern now. And then like, from there, it was pretty easy. I saw that it was the same tools and the same pegs and the same screws depending on which side of the board it went in, you know, building these shelves. And I just, my confidence was growing, right? And so I think I took one more picture. I'm like, it's happening! And then I finally finished the shelf and, you know, posted the finished shelf and everything on there. So you guys should go look at that here on this page and on my Instagram. But really, like, when I reflected on that this morning when I was writing, I noticed that those steps that I went through was exactly the same way I stopped over drinking. Exactly the same way I stopped over drinking. So I wrote out these steps. And if you're on my email list, you're going to get these steps um, delivered to your inbox here shortly <laughs> after this video. But I wanted to just come on here and kind of share this with you. And again, like it may not be that exciting to you, but when you have held on to a limiting belief about your capabilities of doing something for 30 years, for 30 years, and then you break through that, and then you do the thing that you've been telling yourself that you haven't been able to do, or that you don't want to do, right? It's profound. And this is how it feels when you stop over drinking, and you move past the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself and your capabilities, okay? So when you guys look at your over drinking, or maybe it's overeating for you, or maybe it's overspending, or some sort of behavior that you're not real excited about, okay? And you you know that it's kind of like, this is my area of opportunity, right? You know that about yourself. And you look at what you think about your ability to move past that, right? To be somebody who doesn't over drink. Like, what comes up? Like, what is the first thought that comes up for you when you think about that? I don't know how, that's too hard, um, I've never been able to do it before, I'm somebody who can't imagine not drinking on a Friday night, right? I'm going to this fundraiser tonight, I'm a sponsor of this local fundraiser, and I'm sponsoring a mocktail. And most of the population who drink would never imagine going to a fundraiser and not having a cocktail. Like, that would be like, why? That you, I would need a cocktail to get through a boring fundraiser or whatever, right? Or going to a wedding. Like, we have these limiting beliefs about what we think we can do all the time, about all areas of our lives, right? So the first step in moving past that and getting to the result that you actually want is recognizing some of these limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, I recognize I had been telling myself a story for 30 years about how I couldn't build things. 30 years. 30 years. Imagine if I didn't believe that about myself. Like all of I, the excess money I've spent, like I mentioned before, on 
pre-made furniture or having it built for me or not buying something that I really wanted because I was didn't want to deal with putting something together, right? So when you think about your relationship with alcohol and all of the energy and all of the attempts that you make to hold on to that relationship, I was talking about this this morning, is like when I used to drink on the weekend, especially on like a Friday night, I would plan to do nothing on Saturday because I knew that I would be tired and hungover. So my room, I better be able to sleep in the morning. Like you better, like my husband, you better not wake me up. You better take care of the kids in the morning. And I would like try to manage all that and set all of that up before so that I could sleep in and be hungover, right? So no responsibilities. I want no responsibilities the next day because I know that I'm going to be hungover on Saturday, right? So how all of your habits that you do support this limiting belief that you have about yourself. It's fascinating when you start looking at it, right? So like for people that drink a lot, how much energy and thought goes into perfecting, picking out the, the, their favorite wine, right? So if you're going to a party and you kind of like, you're not really sure if they're going to have your quality of drinks there, you have to go think about that, go to the store, buy the drink, take the drink there. How are you going to get home? Managing all of that, right? Taking time off the next day. There's so many things that we do to support these habits and beliefs that we have about ourselves. So I want you to just, if you struggle with overdrinking, think about all the things that you do to maintain your overdrinking habit. Okay, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. And so anyway, I put together seven, I think seven steps of, I'm sorry, six, yeah, seven steps that highlight exactly what you need to do to get over your limiting beliefs around your relationship with alcohol or to build a shelf. Okay. So the first step is this. It's the same thing that I just shared with you about building the shelf. Okay. So the first step is deciding that you want something. So making a conscious decision that you want to stop over drinking. Okay, so that's what I'm going to talk about. You get to decide whatever that is for you. Okay, so for me and yesterday it was, I'm deciding that I am going to build this shelf. Okay, that was a decision that I made. The second step is, and if you're on my email list, you're going to get all of this in an email. So if you're not, go to AngelaMasenic.com right now and get on my email list so you can get this. Okay, yeah, your limiting belief is my identity as a drinker. I couldn't even conceive of my life without daily, weekly drinking. It felt like who I was. Yeah. Because then we go into that support that I was talking about and like all of these habits and things that we do to support that identity, right? It's good. Okay. So going back to the steps. First step, deciding that you want something. So for some of you or all of you maybe, it's to stop over drinking. That's the end result that you want. I want to stop over drinking, okay? The second step is recognizing and being aware of your current beliefs that you have about alcohol or even more specifically your thoughts, the sentences in your mind about your ability to stop over drinking. We want to bring that up to the surface. Okay. So for me yesterday, my thoughts about building furniture was I'm not somebody that builds furniture. I hate doing that. I don't do that. Okay. So I thought that for 30 years until yesterday, right? So you want to bring up these thoughts that you have about your abilities to stop over drinking. Okay. The third step is very simple. It's just deciding that you're willing to try. Just decide, I'm willing to try this. You want to let go of the end result. 
Okay, just, just crack your mind open to be willing to give it a shot, right? You don't have to worry about being perfection, being in perfection that way. You don't have to worry about doing it right that way. You're just like, you know what? I'm just willing to kind of like dip my toe in this. Okay, so you see your limiting beliefs. And you're like, okay, I recognize how thinking this way is going to keep me doing those th same things. Because if you're struggling with over drinking and you keep having thoughts like, I can't imagine not drinking on a Friday night, or I can't imagine going out socially and not drinking, or I can't imagine going to my in-laws and not drinking, or I can't imagine, like, right? These are thoughts that are blocking you from moving past to where you want to go. You have to recognize that first, okay? And you're just like, okay, I see it. I see it, right? Am I willing to try this? Second step, I'm willing to try this. Okay, I'm just willing to try maybe not drinking tonight, or maybe I'm willing to try to only have one drink tonight, okay? Without putting a lot of pressure on yourself to make it perfect or going all the way through, okay? That just lets yourself and like, it's a willing, then you don't think about like the, the long, arduous, like journey that, that you're going to take to get to that end result, okay? We're just being willing right now. The fourth step is putting it out there that you want support and what your intentions are. So you want to like, I call it asking the universe, sharing with your friends, sharing with your partner. At first, when I first started practicing putting my intentions out there, I would like just go talk out loud where nobody could hear me. So like I might be walking in the woods or something, but like I want to do this or I'm open to this thing. Just hearing yourself saying it out loud. Okay. So that's what I did yesterday. Going back to my step to the shelf. I decided that I was going to not believe that I didn't build things anymore. I decided that I was willing to try and let go of the end result. And then I'm like, I put it out in the universe that I was doing this. I posted on social media. I'm like, send me all of your patients, people. Send me all of your patients. Send the patient gods, right? So I did these same things. And then you go do it. That's the fifth step. So you go, you go without drinking one time or you just have one drink, whatever that thing is that's right available to you as soon as possible. So maybe it's not drinking tonight. Like what if you guys didn't drink tonight? You're not going to die, right? Like are you willing to do that? Just see what that's like, okay? Or have one drink. And then while you're doing it, this is very important, okay? So while you're doing it, while you're practicing doing it or building the shelf or not drinking, whatever it is, you want to tell yourself how amazing you are, okay? That it's working, that it's happening. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, really amp it up. Like, oh, my God, it's Friday night. I'm not drinking. What in the world is happening? Who am I? Wow, this is amazing. Like, you really want to celebrate that, okay? Share it with people. Tell people. Write it in your journal. Sit with that amazement with yourself like, oh my God, I'm doing something. I'm doing something different. Wow, this feels good. I like this, right? Reinforce that this is a good thing, right? What, if your mind starts going to like, this sucks. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm really uncomfortable. Why am I doing this? It's not going to work. It's not going to work if you go there. It's okay if you notice yourself going there and then you redirect your mind to be like, I'm celebrating trying something new right now. I'm celebrating this willingness that I have. This is fascinating, okay? So the sixth step is pretty crucial tool. So you might, you might get through this one thing, right? Maybe it's just tonight or this weekend, one, one thing you'll try. And then you try it again, okay? Am I willing to try that again? Am I willing to do this? Like you just keep taking more action towards it, right? You're going to make a mistake. You will. You will end up drinking or 
not following through on something or having more than you want. Like it's just going to happen. You all need to accept it. You will make mistakes because we are learning something new and that's just part of the process. Okay. So when you do make a mistake, you want to be really easy on yourself. You want to learn from that experience. And while you're doing that, while you're learning and sort of observing what happened and evaluating what happened, you want to tell yourself you're figuring this out and be easy on yourself. Okay. You're just like, Oh, I made this mistake. Oh, next time I'm going to do it this way. Oh, that's interesting. I can fix this. This is what I'm learning about it. Like, just be like, easy, breathe, easy. Tell yourself, reinforce the positive behavior that you're trying to change. Okay. You don't need to be hard on yourself about that. You're learning from your mistakes. Okay. The seventh step is just doing it again. You just repeat, repeat, repeat. Okay. Go forth without drinking or drinking less. Repeat as many times as possible. That's it. That, that really is it. Okay. And then the result that that gets you is that you're somebody that doesn't overdrink. Maybe that result is just for one night. Maybe it's just for today, but then you can build on that again. If I can do it tonight, I could do it tomorrow. If I do it tomorrow, I can do it for two nights next week. Right. And you build off of that. Okay. Your results can just be in one, one social situation. It could be in one weekend. It could be in one week. It doesn't have to be this long, you know, in the future type thing where you know exactly what it looks like. You can just be with that result that you've created in one day. So today, guess what I'm calling myself? I'm a builder. <laughs> like I'm a builder now, y'all. Like I could build shelves yesterday or the day before yesterday was not able to do that. But my result today is that I'm a builder and I'm a non-drinker, <laughs> which is a miracle. All of it, it's a miracle. Okay. What kind of questions do you guys have? So that's it. That's what I wanted to share with you. It's the same process. Go through the steps. I'm going to repeat them one more time. Decide that you want something. Decide what it is that you want. If it's to stop over drinking, whatever. Okay. The second step, recognize and be aware of those current limiting beliefs that you have about doing it. Okay. And decide, you know what? I'm going to let that go today. Third step, decide that you're willing to try just this once. Keep the end goal, the end result down the line vague. We don't need to worry about that right now. Fourth step, put it out there. Share with the universe. Share with somebody. Write it down. Say it out loud. Get it out of your brain and into the universe. Okay? Fifth step, do it. Go do the thing that you said and then celebrate as you're doing it. Really positively reinforce that behavior. Sixth step, make a mistake. Learn from it. Really positively reinforce the behavior that you're learning and you're growing and you're going to make adjustments and you go try it again. And then you repeat, you repeat, you repeat, and you celebrate all of it. Good. Lynn, not going to, not going to drink tonight. Woohoo! What are you thinking about that? You excited? You're willing? Good stuff. All right, friends, I'm here. I can hang out for a couple minutes if you want to ask me questions. Just a, a recap, if you want to get on my email list and have this emailed to you, AngelaMasenic.com, sign up for my top three podcasts to be emailed to you. You'll also be on my email list. Oh, one other thing. I'm having a free class um, next week. It's called How to Not Overdrink During Hard Times. So next week, Wednesday, March 9th at 1 o'clock, I am hosting a free class. Ooh, Raina, it's my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. It'll be your first time I don't drink even at a dinner party out. You got this. 
going to feel so good. So good. But um, I also want to talk to you all real quick about this class next week. Um, oh, that's thanks to your WF, WW trainings. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you have the confidence to give that a shot. That's awesome. Really. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things happening in the world right now. And I did this class, How to Not Overdrink During Hard Times, like right when COVID got going. And it was really, really helpful for people that are kind of like, what the F, right? And like, we don't really, we have these unexpected events and circumstances that happen that we weren't planning for, right? Like pandemics and wars and people dying or, you know, people getting laid off their jobs. Like these things that are hurt, like painful, right? And we don't know what to do with that. And so if you have a pattern of trying to take the edge off with alcohol, you can really reinforce that behavior in hard times. And I want to give you a free class about that and how to not do that. And so that you don't develop an even worse drinking habit or an overeating habit or something like that. So, um, that's my public service. I want to do that for y'all for free. So come join me on Wednesday and then I'm having another one the following week. Um, I can put that link in here too. That's going to be recorded. So if you can't make it live, don't worry. Um, you'll be emailed the replay as long as you register for it. Um, let me, let me get the link for the other one. It's the following Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Tuesday, the 15th at 4 PM. And you guys can come to both of them if you want, but you have to sign up and register and then we'll email you the, uh, the links and stuff for that. So happy Friday. All right, friends. That's what I got for you. That was so fun. <laughs> Thank you for everybody that joined me live on my Facebook page. If you guys aren't following me on social media, you need to be at Coach with Angela Masenic. It's the same for my Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, sometimes I do real time <laughs> things that are happening in my life. You don't want to miss on that. So um, we've included the links to sign up for both um, free classes how to not overdrink during hard times. We've also included the link to join my six month coaching program. If you want my help, if you want the process, um, all the things that you need to do, the workbooks, the materials, the you know, daily support um, with me to finally kick your over drinking thing to the curb, you should join the program. So click through, get your applications in, and if not that, then join me for a free class, How to Not Overdrink During Hard Times. Both of those links for both days are in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, my friends. Bye.